people can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important shit. You say too much boring shit. Welcome to a new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm your other host, Ali Rahim. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. We've got a brand new show to you for you, obviously. It's not going to be an old one. It's going to be a new one. It's a brand new one. No reruns. No reruns. All new episodes. Yay. Um, Okay, what's up first? Okay, there's so much on the docket. There is. Yeah, so Justin Bieber is at it again. He posted an Instagram story with Morgan Wallen's album cover. If you don't know who Morgan Wallen is, then pause the episode right now. Yep. And go listen to our previous episode where we talk about him and his little flub, shall we say. I think he called it like a joke or something. It was such a funny joke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So funny. Um, He posted a picture of his album cover, Dangerous, and being like, I love this album. And he said like, from this guy. Yeah. It was a very generic, simple post. He said, I love this guy's album. Yeah. Like something like that. Okay. And quickly it gets taken down. Everyone's like freaking out. Everyone's like, don't you know? And he's actually like, what? No, I don't know. He's literally like, what are you guys talking about? So he's not a fan of the pod. Wow. Beeps. I thought we were tight. So that hurts. That does hurt. But yeah, he's like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> um, so then he got educated. He wasn't called out. He got called in. Exactly. Exactly. And so he came back and he was like, yeah, I had no idea about that. Right. And I'm really sorry. And But then like what I thought was interesting mm-hmm. is that he harkened back to his own kind of. Which rate. was from years ago. When he was like 13, 14. Yeah. He was famous already, though, right? Because he was singing One Less Lonely Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, when Justin was 13, he was on YouTube, or he put a video up on YouTube. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever the kids do. He's ha- Basically, he's had a his own past controversy when he was a kid of saying the N-word. A kid, though. He yes. was literally 13. Yeah. J- Morgan Wallen is like 27. As a grown man. Exactly. Absolutely no excuse. But he brought it up and kind yeah. of said, and from that I learned, I didn't know how painful that mm-hmm. word was at 13, which yeah. I believe. And, uh, you know, it made him a better person, he says. And he learned from it. Yeah. And what I, what I actually, when I was reading his statement, thought, the place I thought it was going to go that it didn't go. And I'm really happy it didn't go there. I thought he was going to be like, when I was 13, I messed up and people forgave me. Like we should do that for him. And he like, wasn't saying that he was just being like, you know what? I've had my own, I've come across this on my own and I've learned from it. So I definitely wasn't trying to go back down that path again. Yeah. He's basically trying to say like, I really did not know. I've already fucked up like this before Mm -hmm. and right. And I know how painful it is and I would never ever do that again intentionally. I truly need you to know. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't 
calling on anyone to forgive or give this guy another right. chance. He was like, my bad. And I yeah. want you to know how much I mean that because uh-huh. I learned, like, I will even remind you of it if you didn't know, just to yeah. show you that like, I'm never going back there. Yeah. And I like, thought that that was and I, mean, I don't know if he has a specific publicist on um, the say, payroll I for know. apologies he probably didn't write that himself but it was still pretty good but it was really good and I was also the other thing I wanted to say was like um <clears throat> I believe him that he didn't know because yeah, yeah. he's Justin Bieber like he thinks about Justin Bieber Haley Bieber Baldwin mm-hmm. and Selena Gomez and sometimes Drake. Yeah. Those are the only things he's thinking. Those about. are the only people that are famous to him. He yeah. knows no one. Else. He doesn't. There's know. no other. No. Like, no. No. So yeah, I absolutely believe that this little contract. This not. Yeah, he like thought he this, was putting Morgan on. He yeah. Was like, no, have you he guys heard of this guy? Did. Like, I guess I'll let like another person be famous. Yeah. Everyone was like, okay, he's already incredibly famous. Yeah. But thank you so much for the shout out. Right. So yeah, I didn't really believe that he had not did not know this guy and did not know the controversy yeah. on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is like really kind of crazy though. Yeah, it's funny. Celebrities are weird, like, but it's like yeah, celebrities are weird because it's like that's very much like something. If I'm sitting in a room with Justin Bieber and the news has broken about Morgan Wallen, we have nothing else to talk about. I'm going to small talk something big happening in the music industry. What do you think about this? Like, so are people not like talk like his like do people not have conversations with him? Uh, no. Yeah. like That's I not like, about him and his like yeah, business and career. Like, no. no, probably not. He doesn't like small talk with anyone. No. Right? He's not like waiting around standing next to anyone he needs to small talk with. Yeah. And, like, I don't think that he, like, scrolls Twitter anymore or, like, like he's on Instagram. Yeah. But, like, so, like, I mean, like, is he reading the news for anything? No. So, like. Yeah. No, it's. It's, it's just him and his girl. Him and his girl. Against the world. I mean, that's why the album is called My World and then My World 2.0. It's just Justin's it's world. It's just Justin's just, world. We're all just living in it. We're all oh just living God. in it. I don't want to think about what else he does in now. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> We definitely don't want to give him a a test, like a blank map of the United States. <laughs> but to be no. fair, he's Canadian, so I don't know. Right. But you know what? So. Actually, I think he might be a dual citizenship, so you should know. Uh, all right, moving on. Moving on. What's up next, Doc? So Nick Cannon, father of seven, says that his polygamous lifestyle and fathering of multiple children with multiple different women yep. is actually his way of bucking centuries of eurocentric traditional family values so if you guys don't know nick cannon's been wilding out lately oh but i'm chill look what i did there thank you to drink minimum and tip your waitress oh my god okay so nick cannon sat down for an interview with the breakfast club which Yikes. that sentence alone is, yeah. you know, going to be trouble. Um, but he was talking about his approach to parenting and he had this to say. He says that the Eurocentric concept, the idea that you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life, which is on the surface. It's like, OK, true. That alone is a fair statement. But like his idea of marriage, as we understand it in the West, is a because it is a Christian yes. Eurocentric concept. Like, that's true. So, yeah. And, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this, 
celebrities have this thing that they do where like they learn like a little bit about a little <laughs> bit of something yeah and they do say like half true statements so like if you're listening half to this in the mm-hmm. car or like walking you hear that you're like okay like that is so yeah. true like this is really like this concept of marriage and family really hasn't like put upon us and like i do think that like there is like a growing concept of like a new normal Mm -hmm. and it's untraditional yeah Yeah. and that's all really positive and like i you know i like that so i like that he's like calling it out that you know (laughs) this idea that there's one man and one woman doesn't necessarily work for everyone right um but he starts to get like a little off track when he goes goes a little little off the rails with his theory he says the idea that a man should have one woman one woman we shouldn't have anything i have no ownership with this person. Okay, wait. So that's where I'm like, his, yeah, his I flaw, our theory or idea is kind kind of flawed because yeah. now we're talking about kind of two different things. It's like right. monogamous relationships or polyamorous relationships, and the ways in which we have children. Yeah, right. Like yeah. those are two different concepts, and I think those are the, there's a lot of like. Yeah, like he's kind of doing like a big love kind of thing. Exactly. I guess it was one but way. But in different households. In different. Ha- well, big love is in different households. They all, all the women had their own. Uh, house. That's true. But I always but thought connected. of it as like one unit because like, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, were no. like literally next door. Yeah, like, no, I don't think any of these women are living next door. No, no, no. Yeah. He's spreading them out. And another thing that like I would say is like kind of different from like that kind of like polygamous unit is like certain like women's like agreement in that yeah i mean like definitely. yeah like i think like later on like i'm sure all these women were on board but like i don't know how like mariah like you know takes right. this in. i don't think she signed up for this that could be like a bit of a shock yeah. and like maybe it maybe she's learned to roll with it and it's mm-hmm. not that big of a deal but like it's definitely not what she signed up for like yeah. even in the concept of like you marry someone and you think that there's always like the possibility of divorce and you think okay there could be like another wife and more children but like i don't, I don't know think. if you like imagine it like this yeah exactly. then like how do you tell your children like oh a new brother oh a new sister yeah. oh, like every Literally day telling like, them in months yeah, apart like, wait they're like <sighs> and like he's certainly not the first man to like ever 100%. have multiple uh baby mama yeah um and i think you know it probably works well for better some families and than it does for others but I, like i think like why like he's like conflating these two things of like having multiple relationships with women and yeah. like having so many different kids um with different women it's like maybe i am more conservative than I like thought I was, <laughs> right. but it's like children. You go, there's only so much energy, energy a father well, has. Well, that's exactly what I'm thinking about because like two of the women gave birth nine days apart. Right. So like you're talking about like the energy that like you only have so much energy to give children, but like also like it's not just like you drop your load and like the women are pregnant and you show up in the hospital. Like that's nine months of like you should yeah. like like regardless of the state of the relationship, you should really be by that woman's side exactly through that because you're just you should try and be just as much pregnant as she is. Right. So like my whole thing is like if there's two, you got two women pregnant at the same, same time, time, and I know one pregnant woman is like 
enough because they need so much rightfully yeah. so so you're telling me you were like an equal partner to two right women. like I while mean, also raising other children right and especially that like all the kids are like the same age you're not even spacing it out yeah so that's what's also kind of weird he talks about it being so intentional but it's like okay is this a new thing for you like why yeah. now like why now are you having all of these kids like simultaneously simultaneously right it seems like if it were intentional then like maybe it'd be at least a few years apart yeah and you know maybe there are examples of this kind of family working but like when i think of like large families where like i mean maybe it's worse like i don't know i just feel like i hear kids being like yeah i didn't really know my I don't know. I have these half siblings that like I'm not really close with. They're like 10, 15 years older than me or like, but, like my whole thing is like Nick Cannon can like have as many kids as he sure. wants. My problem is like with him getting on the breakfast club and acting like he's starting like a mini revolution. Right. Just have kids. Yeah. Don't say you're like bucking like a structure of capitalism yeah. because you decided to stop using condoms. Or like, right. Like to say you stop using condoms. He's like saying things like, um, it ain't my decision. I'm just following. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. The beginning of the quote. Those women and all women are the ones who open themselves up and say, mm. I would like to allow this man into my world and I will birth this child. It ain't my decision. I'm just following Sue. The different baby mothers. That's what but it why is. why do people question that? I mean, because it like it's that's a Eurocentric concept when you think about the the ideas of like it's you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life and really that's just to classify property when you think about it. I mean, like when you go into that mindset if we really talk in that talk like just the idea that a man should have one woman we shouldn't have anything i have no ownership over this person like if we really talking about how we coexist and how we populate it's about what exchange can we create together so i've never really subscribed to that mentality mm -hmm. you know i mean i understand the institution of marriage and stuff but if we go back to what that was about that was the classified property that was because one a father gave another man his daughter for land so when you really get to that concept, it's like, all right, well, we got to change all of this up because I don't want ownership over anybody. I don't have ownership of any of the uh, mothers or... Weird. This gives me major cult leader vibes. Yes. Major cult leader vibes. And yeah. the other thing, going to his point of like him wanting to dismantle Eurocentric um, family traditions. Okay. Uh, okay, my, my brother. Uh, my if brother. you look at all these women, he's putting up a paper bag next to them mm -hmm. to make sure they uh, oh, meet the. Not even they don't bag. even need it. It's I mean, like a couple of them don't even need paper bags. They don't even in that sphere. I know. I know. I know. You know that. If you know, you know. Yeah. But it's so it's like okay, are you I don't building theory, up? So actually, I don't know. This is all Aaliyah's like theory. Like, seriously, right. are you dismantling Eurocentric um, ideas, or are you really upholding them? And, yeah, and in your beauty standards, and your yeah, and sorry, who in your you beauty like choose to date and have children and with. reproduce with. Yeah, so that to me is what I gotta call bullshit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> yeah, then, cause, cause then he goes on talking about how, like, 
father fathers used to give um daughters away for land Mm -hmm. and it's like so this is a quote so when you really get to that concept it's like we gotta change this up Mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. nick okay so thankfully that doesn't take place a whole lot anymore right nick cannon so we've changed it up first yeah we switched it up we've switched up a little bit i'm not saying it's great you've never you've never paid a dowry right right so just relax yeah and like we then he goes, we create families in the sense that we created a beautiful entity. Maybe these are details that are none of my business. Are these families going to be connected? Are these siblings going to know each other? Are the women going to be know, know each other? Yeah. Like, I can't imagine like Mariah's coming to some like mother's pot. Oh, my God. No. And bringing rock and row. Or do you just have little pods around Southern California? Exactly. And like also like calling them like just creating like entities like. Right. These are like humans. Yeah. Are like, <laughs> like, are you really thinking about how this is going to affect the Do children? You think it's like he thinks he's just so rich that it's like he but, could be. I mean, I get. Is he that rich? Just his yeah, yeah. No, he is. MTV. He is. He's really, really fucking rich. <sighs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sure he is like a positive. Like, I'm not trying to like hate on Nick Cannon. No. Like, my whole problem is him just like acting like he's like destroying like the some radical yeah. yeah he's like trying to give this like a feminist spin yeah no and it's just like i just feel like that's disingenuous it is it's just it's, like it's, relax no it's not well thought out for sure yeah it's not and like anytime he talks about anything politically or culturally yeah. relevant he always puts his foot in his mouth yeah and it's oh, like 100 percent. Oh yeah my God. and i know this is like pertaining his children his children are beautiful that's great but like yeah no, like, I don't think that we should be listening to this man talk like this. It's just stupid. Yeah, it is. And it's also like, I kind of feel like, like, if you look at it the real pessimistic way. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't uh, intentional. Yeah. And that he was just sleeping without um, using protection. And now after the fact, he's trying to put this creative intellectual spin on it. When really, he's just like... No, I believe that he intended to have these children. The whole time? Or do you think maybe now that we got to like the sixth and seventh I think that this is something he's probably thought about doing for a while. Okay. Because, and then when it just all happened and things just like... It's so weird. I don't know what sound like... What sound is it for like ejaculation? Like, okay, ew. It just went off. Boom. Is it usually booms or is it just kind of like, tick, tick, yeah, kind of like that. Ew. Um, okay, <laughs> all thrills. Because like, there's a, that's it seems like a social a personality disorder to want to uh, have yeah. this many kids. Yeah, but can't you believe someone who like lives in an echo chamber yeah, he's where he's like the boss of everything would stumble upon like this idea like. Wild and Out, he has like just like women, like the Wild and Out girls. I like know. he definitely like It reminds me of an episode of like SVU. Like not sorry, not to There say, actually is an episode yeah. of SVU. Where, like a man is just like going around John Stamos played him. Right. Yeah. And he's just like I mean I know all these he, women. Well he was hoping holding condoms. Yes, I know. And so I, that's why I'm like saying, not saying trying to say he's taking advantage or like these right. women aren't giving consent. Yeah. But it reminds me of that. Like it gives you like a little bit of like a Preto vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it more like just like egomaniac to the absolute extreme. Because mm-hmm. like part of it like is like he thinks of himself as in he hasn't said this, but like this is what it comes across to me is like 
there's so much self he has so much self-worth yeah or obsession or like he's narcissistic that he wants his like lineage to continue forever yeah like he'll have as many kids as he can't possibly can't yeah and it'll be like beautiful yeah and that is like uh ego like thing that like really really successful wealthy wealthy i think money Mm. plays a big role oh yeah not that like poor men can't have this complex as well but i really think that something about the fact that he can financially sustain these kids like makes him think that like that's like the most important part of like child rearing yeah that's yeah. just that's what I get from. I it. mean, he did, but say, he, yeah, I just want to say he does say he goes to like every game, every recital, mm-hmm. every. But like, how? How so? I? How? I mean, good for you. I hope he does. I mean, Nick Cannon's always been like a bevy of light. That's after I've just ripped his entire. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say his wasn't his whole thing like he was like a mogul. He did so much. Maybe he's like I know how to uh, juggle lots of yeah. balls in the air. Yeah, well, I don't know. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Ah, Kelly Clarkson. I'm not telling you. Watch out. Why did you pull on? Sweetie. Sweetie, Kyle. No, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my God. Kelly, Kelly. Let's Say do Kelly first. Yeah. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson and her soon-to-be ex-husband, Brandon Blackstone, are one step closer to finalizing their divorce that was filed over a year ago in June 2020, uh, Kelly Clarkson and Brandon were together for 13 years, but I don't think that Kelly is too happy about how things turned out. It's getting um, messy. Kelly has been ordered to pay Brandon $200,000 a month in child and spousal support. Yeah, like I don't give a fuck how you, rich you are. That's a lot of that's money. That's a lot of money to be giving to someone you no longer want to be with. Like that's $2.5 million a year. Oh my God. And here's my thing. Like he doesn't have to work anymore. No, he doesn't. He can just pick up the checks on the 1st and the 15th. He's done. And he's done. And because only a quarter of that goes to child support, right? Yeah, I think it's like one forty-five in spousal. So like the majority is in spousal, yeah. and then he on top of that gets like forty-six thousand in child support. Wow, which is just like weird because you know like Kelly's definitely covering all the expenses for the kids. Yeah, it's like he needs fifty grand a month. Right, she's paying school tuition and they're living with her uh, majority of the time. Right, he needs fifty grand oh for kids. My. He's probably seeing three days a week. Ooh. I mean, that's just most divorced dads. Like, yeah, that's just I like, I mean, that wasn't shots fired. No, I know. Do they even live in the same state anymore? No, he moved to Montana show? and she films the Kelly Clarkson oh show God. in California. Yeah, obviously. Texas? Uh, Austin? No, I think oh, I'm pretty sure Texas. she's in she's a Texas girl. Yeah. She's a Texas girl. Okay, so c- tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Tell me. M- okay. So. This amount was implemented this past June. So she's been paying that for a couple months. Um, but it was revealed that she, oh, sorry, sorry, I have to go back. Not only does she have to pay that $200,000 to him a month, but she also has to pay him $1.25 million to cover his attorney and legal fees. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no, no, no. What? No, yeah, she's pissed. And, like, don't forget, like, he's Blake Shelton's manager. Like, he does not have as much money as Kelly Clarkson, but he's not broke either. Like, he's got money. Okay. I'm no divorce attorney. Yeah. Famously. But I feel like... That's... Well, it's a lot. Yeah. But also, like, 
why are they getting divorced? Do we know? Is it just like irreconcilable differences? Did she cheat? I feel like the, the, the spouse yeah. gets this kind of payout when there's some like wrongdoing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Or like, well, the, the, well, let me tell I'm you this. Because like, I get what you're uh, getting at. But originally he was asking for almost half a million a month. Oh, my God. So her attorney, the famous Laura Wesser. Oh, yeah. Dern, famously portrayed by that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You should have led with that. Sorry. So this is a famous um, <clears throat> divorce attorney. Yes. Who's portrayed by Laura Dern in the movie The Marriage Story She's represented Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Um, so many, so other, many people. other people. Gwen Stefani. Oh. Uh, yeah. Did, uh, did Blake maybe you recommend? Think, yeah. Or Gwen probably recommended Yeah. Her. Gwen was like, girl. Girl. After I found out... Oh, about Gavin and the nanny first she had to deal with the child that oh my god yeah. speaking of she swallowed that and then she found out I was a nanny she oh said, I called Laura I, I'm fucking sick of it yeah, I, I called, called her called. oh Kim Kim Kardashian too. oh and yeah that's the thing she's yeah. more recently oh and Heidi Klum yep nice and like honestly like 20,000 other more people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like she's, she's like yeah, the one you get yeah. when you don't mm-hmm. want to fuck around. Mm-hmm. So he was originally asking for half a mil a month. So I feel like 200 grand a month is honestly like, like it's something because oh can Lord. you imagine like no. 6 million a year? No. Like, no. no. Now we're dipping into like Kelly's like fun time. Don't do and, that. Don't do you that. You know, her Wayfair money. She's still that Wayfair. <laughs> so she doesn't have to work in it. You know, in 10 years. She's not doing the Kelly Clarkson show for her health, okay? No, exactly, no. Okay? She's not competing with Drew Barrymore for her health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? But the, both of the shows still on? Both of the shows are still on. Okay. okay. No, yeah, both of the shows are... Mazel, mm-hmm. mazel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we haven't good. had an update on who's, like, winning, but yeah, last time we checked, Kelly was winning. Yeah. And Kelly needs a fucking win right that's now. That's true, and she needs so, money. So, yeah. So that's what's going on. She has to pay a lot of money. Now, this divorce is sad, as most divorces are. But the more I learn about Brandon and and his dealing inside their marriage, the more I want to know what was really going on between these two. And like you said, was there any like wrongdoing that led to this? And like, why is Kelly having to pay so much? Because, sorry. No, I just want to say that on the court papers, they cited irreconcilable differences, as everyone does. Mm. But, like, what does that really mean? And, like, how do we get to the bottom of, like, why they're getting divorced? And to know that, you kind of have to know that Kelly's manager or former manager is also Brandon's father. Yeah. Now. That's getting really messy That is a really huge fucking deal. Now, Kelly's manager, Brandon's father... Also used to be Reuben McIntyre's husband, so um, they got divorced in 2015, though. Before yes. a short period of time, Rebo and Kelly were family. Yeah, I wonder how that uh, divorce proceeding went. You know, this would be a great time to have, like, yeah, a I guest uh, divorce lawyer on the show. Yeah. Maybe Laura might want to come on. I could, I could send her a message. Yeah, send her a yeah. message. Send okay. A message. So that's like a big fucking deal because like yeah. that's how they met because Brandon and his dad run a management company together. Right. And like I mentioned earlier, like Brandon is Blake Shelton's manager. His dad is Kelly Clarkson's manager. Yeah. I mean, is, is he still her manager? No. Okay. No, yes, not anymore. Okay, yeah. No, 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 no. But when Brandon and Kelly first met, Brandon was married. Yikes. Now. It's, a bit, it's getting even messier. So. Apparently, they claim nothing happened while he was married. Sure. But he got divorced in 2012. 
and they got married in 2013 after knowing each other since 2006. I was born at night. I wasn't born last (laughs) night. Okay. Um, But yeah, so that happened and now they're getting divorced. And shortly after Kelly filed for divorce, her manager and former father-in-law sues her. (sighs) So they're just grubby little. Yeah. Yeah. So they're grubby and he's suing her for like millions of dollars and it's just like unpaid fines. Mm -hmm. She's counter suing him and saying that he had no business practicing, uh, being a manager in California because he was never licensed to be a manager. He could be licensed to be a manager. She says in the suit that he violated California labor codes by not being licensed to do the business that he claimed that he was supposed to be doing for her. I had no idea you had to be, have a license to be a (laughs) Do you need to make some calls? Yeah. Funny, have you heard? Do you hear like this? But you know what? California, maybe it's just a, a state thing because California mm. is different and because of, it's obviously the center of Hollywood. Wait, is California uh, the center of Hollywood or is like. Hollywood is in California. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood is the center of <laughs> this biz we call show. California. Well, you know, if if you're talking about Hollywood, like metaphorically, California is the center, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, but so, so yeah, yeah like maybe just so like things. not anybody can just come in, like yeah. yeah, you gotta like you know that they have gatekeepers in LA. Yeah. You just can't come here swinging your dick around okay, saying you're that a might manager. make more sense. Yeah. yeah. So and like the fact that they are based in Tennessee, maybe that. Like, also mm. makes sense. Like, he just flies to L.A. and But I, can't, I don't know. This is now getting into some... Co- Do I think you think com- you know better than Laura Weiser? Let me ask you that. No. Okay. And I clearly we're getting into complicated tax law. Or <laughs> inter- sorry, entertainment law. Because, like, being a, law. Ma- being a manager, you do business, like, theoretically internationally. So, like, what is it... Maybe it's like where she filed her taxes. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the license that he was supposed to have was like maybe something dealing with like her finances. Okay. Maybe he was like acting as like an accountant mm. or something like that. You need like a fiduciary. You license. definitely shouldn't have your manager acting as your accountant. But I don't know. Well, lot. you also like shouldn't def- have your father-in-law be your manager. That's also true. So she's already fucking. They should have cut ties when they got married. Honestly, like seriously. You know me. You don't mess. Okay, okay. You know. Clearly the law stuff is over my head, but I, I do trust Laura. Okay. I'm so happy to hear But it. that was confusing. Okay, so he's suing her for $1.4 million in unpaid commission fees. Wow. Yeah. So, and if, okay, how about this? This might answer your question. She's countersuing him mm-hmm. and saying that the, that the company he runs violated the California labor codes mm-hmm. by procuring, offering, promising, or attempting to employments or engagements without a license. Okay, okay, yes, that and does make a bit more sense. And she goes on to say that Starstruck Management, the company that Brandon and his father own, have been defrauding her throughout their entire 13-year relationship, and that she is owed millions from her ex-husband mm, and her ex-father-in-law. Wow. And she wants her coins. I mean, gosh, it is a tale as old as time. Yeah. You should not date, marry, or engage in any sexual romantic activity with your manager. I know, Kelly. Like, all gosh. the men that you got hanging around, you got to marry your manager's son. Like, that don't even make that no goddamn sense. Like such a bad idea. That must have been one fucking love story. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, now you're paying anymore. for it. 
But okay, the way that that phrasing, procuring, offering, promising, yeah, it sounds like maybe he like was basically trying to set up a business in California without the proper uh, right license, and maybe it was something like to do with her brand, like incorporating yeah. her, yeah. and he was like, "I'll just take care of it." And like you just said, like you shouldn't have your manager be doing like that kind of like financial like business aspect. Yeah. Right? I mean, I this is still pretty vague, so I still don't really know what it's about. So it's hard for me to be able to say like, right. no, like he is her manager. He would be able to set up companies, but he definitely shouldn't be her accountant. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to. Go to law school. Yeah, <laughs> go to law school. Get a little bit more information from Kelly and Laura on that one. But that's so sad, though. It is sad. <laughs> it is sad, yeah. And I remember, like, when she got married to him, giving an interview about, like, being, like, everyone was always, like, you know, we, you know, you're Miss Independent. Like, we love that song. We love that, like, you know, anthem. And she was, like, I always fucking hated being single. Aww. And I was always, like, faking it. And I always wanted to have, like, this family. Aww. And I remember being, yeah. like, I, like, think that's so sweet like for her that she yeah. was like honestly i was never i'm always like this is what like, i wanted yeah, yeah. and then i didn't even know she had kids oh yeah you didn't even know she was married i knew she was married i, mean, I didn't know she had you kids. don't even know the history I've of never kelly clarkson seen her talk with the kids talk about i the think kids. like her daughter's name is like river rose of course and like her son's name is like Baxton or Bingston Ugh, or um, Braxton. Bra- yeah. Laxton. Okay. Well, Axe or okay, something. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you know how sometimes they just name their kids Axe? Axe body spray. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. It sounds like it's getting messy. I hope Laura can put the Axe. Well, she clearly doesn't hate being single anymore, though, because she asked the judge to declare her legally single. <laughs> Even Same though the divorce girl. is like nowhere near finalized. Wow. Because she's just like, I'm over she's this She's trying shit. to move on? Yeah. Well, maybe that'll, maybe that explains a little something. something. Mm. Why it's getting so messy. Because like the thing about divorces, and maybe I'm going to like sound super ignorant. It's like, like, yeah, like he's a manager. You said he makes $10,000 a month. That's what the court paper showed. But then when I found out that he was Blake Shelton's right. manager, I was like, that doesn't make Either any sense. Either way. He's, yeah, but like he's. He can support himself, right? So it's like when you get divorced, if you're make if you make less than the person you're getting divorced from, you could just ask for, like you're just entitled, I guess. To I mean, I, mean, I guess be, that's how it they works. They weren't like married for like a year. They were married for yeah, like he's been accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Exactly. I mean, and yeah. whatever is made during the marriage is equitable marital marital property. Not in every state. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. in california in california but where's their marriage license probably texas they Nashville. got married in tennessee well there you go That's different but one. she probably had a pretty good prenup like it's not like she well it doesn't look like it <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me oh yeah how do you forget about the prenup conversation oh yeah i guess you're I right don't know. Well, like he, well no well to be fair it's not like he's taking half like she's worth probably like 70 right. 80 million it's not like i'm reading headlines where brandon blackstone's getting like a 40 yeah. million dollar like Dell's husband who tried to like take, get like yeah take he, her to the cleaner yeah he didn't he, though they they i thought i heard that I, yeah, he, yeah but initially a judge ruled that he, uh adele's yeah. husband was gonna get half yeah that is that where it was your prenup. so God. that's kind of what i was thinking yeah. about like it doesn't sound like she's getting like 
She's getting blood dry, yeah. but I feel like she can come back to life again. Yeah, and you know the thing with alimony, and especially with the man, you know, it ends if you get remarried, and men typically move on real quick. Mm-hmm. So she won't have to pay this forever, but yeah, for right now, sucks. That sucks. She's gonna have to do a few more episodes of the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah, they're gonna no summers off. And you know what? You know what? This would be a great time for her to do my idea, which is a covers album, because people love her covers. Oh, you thought that wasn't a good idea, so don't try to pretend on the pod that that's a good, that you like this idea. I didn't like it. You did not. Did I think like it, it was like cheesy? You, I don't know why you didn't like it because it's actually brilliant. I just people think, love her covers. No, they do, but I think we love them in a time, in a place, in a space. Yeah, on Spotify. On her show. Where it's cute. Where she now, will they, then plug the covers album. Okay, they should be selling those songs on streaming services. I think they do. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. We, oh, my God. It's like deja vu. Like, I don't know what you mean by, like, what you think I mean by having a covers album. And <laughs> you say they should be putting the song, she, the cover she's well, doing on the Kelly Clarkson next show. next story's coming up because we get really deep into what streaming oh is. Oh, my God. So maybe by the end of it, I'll have a full understanding. And then yeah. you, you do still think that, like, you own the song <laughs> that you're listening to I do. on Apple Music. I do fucking own that song yeah. a moment like this some people wait okay okay so the next story we've got up is one that is close to our hearts yeah Aaliyah's music is now gonna be available <sighs> my namesake mm-hmm. no not actually you're A-L-I-A yes she's double A double A a Y uh, both of them are baby girl yes that's true Better known as Aaliyah. So it's been almost 20 years since the R&B singer passed away. And she was only 22 when she passed away. That's so It's so crazy. That's so, so young. I feel like I was so young when she passed away that I didn't realize how young she was. Like, that's so crazy. 22. I know. It's horrible. Yeah. And the, the, like, the... The story behind her death is just so sad. It's just like... I know. Have you heard that news story about how they're saying that she wasn't even conscious when she got onto the plane? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. This is a recent story? This is a recent story, and it's being reported pretty widely. Because the story after the accident was always that Aaliyah was very insistent that they take off. That she wanted to be back in Miami that night. That she wanted to meet up with Damon Dash, and they were supposed to go to some party. Uh But that's actually not true. That Aaliyah... A, always had like a real fear of flying wow. and that when they got to the air airplane uh-huh. that she was incredibly uncomfortable with how small it was mm-hmm. and how much stuff and she didn't want to get on oh and God. one of her assistants gave her a sleeping pill <sighs> and she passed out and there's footage of her being carried on to the plane like whoa she, so like in order to like kind of just like quash her fears they like just gave her a sleeping oh pill God, and maybe this like is really sad. Yeah, wow. and then also like, and do you the know they flight it? They crashed uh, right after takeoff. Yeah, they were only two hundred feet from the. T- I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like they were up in the air only for a second, oh and the pilot had alcohol and cocaine mm-hmm. in his system and had falsified his yeah. air pilot's license. He had <sighs> made up all the hours of training. He hadn't done fucking any of it oh my god yeah it's so fucking incredibly sad 
And all this coming out while we're also learning that her music is being made available on Spotify mm-hmm. is like really crazy because the 20th anniversary of her death is August 25th. Wow. I know. It's really sad. Yeah. Um, but I, this, the fact that her music is being released struck me because just like literally a few weeks ago, I wanted to go listen to Rock the Boat yeah. as one does. And oh, you didn't know. No, I didn't. Oh. And I honestly, at the time, like I was like, that's like really weird. And I remember yeah. like looking at a couple other songs and being like, like that's where? really. Okay. <laughs> but I literally at the time didn't think like that much of it. I was like, mm. it's probably just Apple music acting stupid. Yeah. Um, But then when I saw that, headline i was like oh like that's why like actually like hasn't been a lot and i'm like that's crazy yeah but like for 20 years you can't just like listen to Aaliyah's music it's like i feel like she's such in the lexicon that it's like crazy that like people haven't been like talking more about this and she's not it's not like the beat work when the beatles held their catalog off or right like that's the thing it's it's not available to buy either right yeah and like her albums and CDs, like the actual hard albums, mm-hmm. are going for like crazy prices on eBay because like there's no other way to get them. That's which crazy. is like yeah, there's this whole like black market of like Aaliyah records. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing, like you were saying, is that like no one like knew really why this was happening. Like you said, like artists wasn't holding out for more money. There wasn't a problem with like samples not being cleared. Um, so everyone was like, really like, why isn't this happening? Why has this music not been released? And then I heard rumblings of her family not wanting it to be released, which I again thought was odd, but I never looked into why until I realized that the music was finally being released. Yeah. And I saw that, um, doing the distribution deal and so now finally there's going to be like a bunch of like unreleased music that we're going to finally hear like two albums and they're all like releasing everything in like stages like Mm -hmm. the first release is august 20th and it's going to be one in a million and ah. then, like, a couple weeks after that, it's going to be, like, the third album and then so uh, forth and so forth. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah, it's, like, really cool. And this is going to introduce her music to, like, a, a whole new yeah, audience. A whole new audience. A whole new generation. And like, it's like really who realize she's more than just, like, a t-shirt or urban mm-hmm. outfitters. And, and just, like, things that they see on Tumblr yeah, and, like, stuff like that. And they're no. really going to, like... And I think it's also, like, I think we're going to feel, like, a shift in, like, R&B pop music. Because I think a lot of people are going to be, like... I mean, she's already, like... She's already so incredibly influential. And crazy, sure. crazy influential. Like, yeah. Drake has done like a whole album yeah. uh, of Aaliyah's unreleased music that he's put his voice over. Like her, her family does not like that. And it wasn't yeah. released. Like a track at least. And her family was like pissed. Mm-hmm. And like one of the producers on the album, like 40, like Drake's like longtime producer said that like they just had to like back away because he felt yeah. like uncomfortable. Like, yeah. But, like, basically, he was also saying, like, he backed away because he felt uncomfortable. But, like, no one's really clear as to, like, why people can't cooperate and, like, get her music out there to people. Like, until now, obviously. Well, I think there's still a lot of confusion. Well, well, I know. I'm saying, like, Barry was finally been able to make the deal. But, like, her family is still very much upset. Like, they put out a response uh, to this news (sighs) and on her Instagram. And they said that they're, like, continuously, like, pained by this. Like, I feel like a part of it is, like, well... What's this? Sorry, Barry. Barry Hankerson. Yeah. He's got a long history of owing people a lot of money. Yeah, like all his artists do him. Yeah. 
Um, Tony Braxton sued him. Yeah. Timbaland sued him. Missy sued him. Tony Braxton cannot get a break when it I comes know. to record labels. Gosh. Like, God, just go independent. And the family, Leah's family, who control, well, they don't control her masters, they control her estate. Right. And they also and what does say. What like, kind of, like, mean? Like, when you say that they control her estate and not her masters. Like, the money and the does rights. Does mean her, like, imagery and, like, licensing? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, okay. the rights to her, her imagery. They probably if like a song would get licensed in like a movie or like when they get does get sampled, I think they have to get, uh, you know what? If it gets sampled, they probably don't need the family's uh, approval. But if it got like licensed in a movie, they would probably need the owners yeah. of the master's approval mm-hmm. and the family's. Yeah. Um, but they claim that he, Barry owes them money too. Yes. And so I feel like there's a part of like why and this is just me speculating. Yeah. Why they're not why they can't get on the same page. Yeah. You know, maybe they blame him for Everything the R. Kelly, happened. her yeah. death. Like yeah. he was supposed to take care of her. And and I know he there's lots of in the articles that we've read. It's really shaped his life, her death. And like, yeah. I sh- don't think this man is like an evil man. Obviously, the death no. of his niece was a, has a big impact on him but it doesn't mean that they can't feel some type of way towards him yeah then on top of it they feel like they are owed money and then on top of that they if they, they don't trust him because separate from Aaliyah's death he has a lot of like shady not shady but like well yeah kind of shady like business deals so maybe yeah. they don't trust him that like he's telling them everything and that like he's laying out like the amount of money that's going to be coming towards them or like available yeah. towards them. Yeah. And then also maybe he's keeping them out of like the creative decisions of like how to repackage Aaliyah right now mm-hmm. to a in 2021 and they want to be a part of it. Yeah. And he's probably a control they freak. They want to be a part of shaping her legacy. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he's keeping them out of yeah. it and always has kept them out of it. So that's why they feel like they don't want to they like they want to distance themselves and kind of put the like say that, that the family has not like given yeah, their blessing cast a shadow yeah over this whole thing. yeah yeah that that those would be my speculations yeah no i think you're right because like in terms of like just putting the music on spotify or repackaging and and making physical be him owning the masters he doesn't need them right so it's not like the family's yeah. really been holding him back it's been him it seems oh yeah because like in the articles that we read there's this really good article on complex mm-hmm. website it was written in 2016 but it's like really pertinent to like everything that's going on still today between barry and the family um they talked about how barry like beginning in the late 90s early aughts was very very hesitant to put any artist's music on streaming he didn't like it he wasn't understanding how that they were how they were going to make money back mm-hmm. and then when Aaliyah passed away in 2001 it affected him so much that he got like really depressed and stopped putting out music and stopped paying artists and black ground records kind of fell by the wayside mm-hmm. and so the release of Aaliyah's music on streaming services now coincides with Barry wanting 
to or is relaunching Black Ground Records and he's mm. now calling it Black Ground Records 2.0. Great name, dude. Yeah. Which kind of also lends to maybe why the family is upset about this because not only do you owe them money, right? Not only are you shutting them out, preserving their daughter's legacy, yeah, but you're also doing this to coincide with the relaunch of your business, yeah. Like, it's obviously like whatever like deals happen, like, was a big influx of cash, and like. Oh, yeah. Like you said, like he's been sued by all those artists, but he also has some like dark personal dealings that like kind of show that he can be a vindictive guy. His ex-girlfriend sued him. Mm -hmm. Um, They got together quite soon after Leah passed away and they were together for five years and even lived together for part of that time. And after they broke up, he starts spreading all these rumors about her being HIV positive Uh, online. Yeah. And the URL address was linked to computers owned by Barry. So it was confirmed. Yeah. And he also bought the salon that she worked in as a stylist for (laughs) $400,000 just so he could fire her. Yep. And he also bombed her car. Yeah. And it exploded. And And she sued him. Yeah. And won Mm -hmm. for $5.8 million. She still hasn't gotten a dime of that money. That's what I was going to say. the court of law agreed with her that this nigga was crazy. And so. And so he owes a lot of people money. He owes like everyone money. I mean, 5.3. He, he, and he said in the court documents with that case that it would bankrupt him Him personally. personally. So he would Mm -hmm. need to put the company up as a guarantor they said sure and then he never paid anything probably because he doesn't have anything even in the company to pay her right so a lot of this maybe looks like he's just trying to get money to pay all of his lawsuits that he has um but i wonder if that's even the fact that he's relaunching it as black ground 2.0 yeah if he's like doing that because like the debts are under black ground 1.0 oh i don't know that's and like those debts don't i see an attorney yeah i don't know about that i don't think i don't think he can get around that sophomore year uh intro law sophomore year nope 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 took constitutional Mm. law in high school high school okay Stayed away from the law in college, actually. I don't think I, did I take any? It's a little blur. Um, but I don't think you can get around that just by adding a 2.0 to it. You can't, you can't I just be like. I don't think that's how it works. You can't just like scream that you declare bankruptcy? No. I don't think you can. I've tried. Well, I mean, it's horrible that Aaliyah's family like still has to like yeah. go through this with him. I have like hearing about all this happening happening has yeah. to be like really stressful and horrible and triggering for them yeah on the other hand though i have to think about like what a positive influence her music is gonna oh, have definitely on like so many people who've never yeah. heard her before or haven't heard her in such a long time like mm-hmm. i know like i'm excited to go back and listen to like all those songs that like I'm literally so excited. I like awkwardly danced too when I was like nine yeah. years old. I just remember like when the music videos would just come on MTV and I would like run to the TV yes, and you watch did. it like you two inches loved away. Tell me you're some tell me you're that somebody. That's yes. You I were did. Obsessed I was obsessed with that. Because I have that one line that goes Babe. 
girl, better known as, as Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah, I loved it. It's amazing. Oh. It's sad, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm laughing not because it's sad. I'm laughing because Dara's doing something weird. <laughs> um, I'm not doing anything weird. I'm scratching my back. I think she can see like the top part of my boob. Oh Nothing my god! She's okay, never I've seen before. Oh my lord, TMI. Uh, but yeah, okay. Um, lots of music business. Um, lots of music business news that intersects with family mm-hmm. news. Yep. Yep. And it like none of it is going well. Keep it separate, folks. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to bring up. Um, obviously, he was very closely tied with R. Kelly, only broke off from him um, in 2000. Yeah. Even after he put the kibosh on him and uh, Aaliyah's. I'm not even going to call, I'm not going to, I don't know what to call that. I'm not going to call it a relationship. That's not what it was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he got the annulment from the marriage, mm-hmm. but, and he started keeping them separate in terms of like their music and yeah, relationship. Yeah, they only worked together on one album. Yeah. And that's when she started working with Timbaland and Missy. Yeah. But he continued to work with, um. Yeah. He continued to manage R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Because this was like the height of R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. He was not going to give that up. Yeah. Um, but Jim Derogatis, Jim, Yeah. Uh, who wrote, who was the man who broke the case of R. Kelly and mm-hmm. R. Kelly's sexual uh, assaults Pred- and mm-hmm. predatory behavior. Mm-hmm. He'd been writing about it for 20 years. Speculates, he, if you don't know the story, it's really interesting, you should read it. But he, the story started with him receiving an anonymous videotape and it was the tape of R. Kelly peeing in um, the 13-year-old girl's mouth. Uh, he was not, it was anonymous. He's never shared where he, how he got it. Uh, but he, there's an, he doesn't reveal his, he doesn't reveal his sources. He actually had to plead the fifth, um, Mm -hmm. when he testified in the trial. Um, but there is an interview where he speculates that he got it from, um, Barry, but, just a little BTS. I've actually met Jim. He came to uh, my college. We brought him to speak about the Aaliyah case. Yeah. Um, we went to dinner with him, and he actually s- speculated to me that he thought the Nation of Islam g- gave him the tape. But and then now I'm thinking, he said his, his, well, the Nation of Islam is huge in Chicago, mm-hmm. and his speculation was that, like, you know, because they have this bit, like, their thoughts on, like, the, the black woman and holding the black woman up, they saw this as being destructive to the black woman and, like, they wanted to stop R. Kelly. That mm. was his That was his wow. theory. But, and then I don't think it's that crazy or wild off. They did do some kind of wild things. Yeah. In the quote, though, he says, I always thought it came by way of Barry. Oh, so right. maybe Barry gives Give it, it to the, the nation, nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. And then then and he goes, do with this what you see fit. Right. And then they gave it to Jim. I don't know. But that's always been a big question mark in that case of where he got the tape from. Right. That's crazy. So the tape was like delivered to him. Yeah. Snail mail. The Came at came to his oh, office at the Sun Times. My God, yeah, and he crazy? just puts it in. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you, 
Oh my god, did he tell you how he like got it authenticated or like I think they watched it and they had to call the police uh-huh. because it was clearly a, a young yeah, girl. Yeah, I heard that he says that like it's clearly that like and the, she looks yeah, not there. As a child. Yeah. yeah. Uh and so like they had to step away from it. Oh but my maybe they God. made it. I don't, I don't remember all the details. Okay. But yeah, I don't want to get too much. <laughs> yeah, it's when we're talking about Leah. yeah, no, no, I know no. It's hard. I know but, it's hard. But yeah, I just, yeah, you did just fill some tea though. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Wow. But but um, I think overall everyone's gonna be pretty happy her music streaming. But I think overall, I but we'll her- see about her family. What we'll see about her family. Yeah, they need to to get paid they, and they yeah, need to oh, be included definitely. in the conversations. Yeah. Like. He needs to yeah. just stop. He needs to give them total control. Yeah. Well, I don't know about total. I of like know. how like her legacy is They should be just be shaped. a part of it. Why They're yeah. all family. Why can't they just all do it together? Mm. But yeah, August 20th, you said, is when the first album comes on. Yep. All right. That's exciting. That is. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. That's another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but... I'm your host, Aaliyah. I'm Dara. Rate, review, subscribe to the pod. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Waiting there with my trips, my lows, my hat, just so I'm low key.